14, John chapter number 14. Uh, as you're finding your place, I'm going to move around some things real quick right here. All right, John chapter number 14. If you don't know where John is, you can look it up uh, in your table of contents. So you got the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. There we go. John. John, okay. It's not what y'all think it is, by the way. All right, so there you go. It is a stand, but it's not what y'all think it is from the standpoint of what we're going to have on the board there, okay? So John chapter number 14. Get that going. Probably should have, like, had some lovely assistance to help me. It's okay. It's okay. You are lovely, Mark, so I appreciate you saying that, all right? So (laughs) Mark is lovely. Don't everybody forget it, all right? That's what his wife always tells him, right? Candy's always saying, you're lovely, Mark. Ain't that right, Candy? There you go. Lovely is the word she uses, all right? All right. Oop, can't see me over there. Here we go. Ooh. All right. So let me go ahead and sign in my computer right here. Because you're like, what are you doing, Buchanan? That's for me to know and you to find out. Here we go. All right. John 14. John 14. Let's go ahead and pray. Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for how you're working and how you're moving, Lord God. And Lord, I pray, Lord God, today that you would show yourself evident and real. Lord God, I need, I need, Lord God, to see you in a greater way today. Lord God, we as a church need to see you in a greater way today. And it's not, Lord, from the standpoint that you can't. You can, and Lord, you will. And Lord God, if there's anything, Lord God, in my life, and in any, in any life of anybody in this room, Lord God, if there's anything right now that's in our minds that is blocking us from, from seeing you today, Lord God, I pray that it would fade away. Lord God, if there's any kind of anything that we need to repent, Lord God, Lord God, I pray right now we'd repent. Lord God, if there's anything in our minds and our heart that would block us from seeing you, Lord God, I pray we deal with this very moment. Because, Lord God, the most important thing right now, the most important moment is right now in this moment. And so, Lord God, we need you in a great and awesome way. So, Lord God, move. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In your wonderful name we pray. Amen. 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 How y'all doing today? Y'all doing good? All right, all right, I'm glad for that, all right? All right, so here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Um, I'm not going to give you the title of the message yet, okay? No title of the message yet. Um, I've I got to get this going because I'm, I'm going to actually enlist our Facebook friends to help us with this little exercise we're about to do. So I've got to get my computer pulled up and all that kind of good stuff for our Facebook friends to join in with us. Um, if, you're, if, you're, if you're on Facebook right now, it's a great time to hit the share button because uh, they're actually going to do something. All right, so there you go. Uh, so I'm going to get on, on our Facebook right here. Uh, I'm going to sign into my wife's account, okay, just in case you're all wondering. No, I still don't have Facebook. Um, so I'm going to sign into my wife's account, and we're going to look at um, the little Facebook feed right here. This is going to be kind of weird for me because I'll be looking at myself on a computer, okay, that'd be kind of weird, whatever, but some of you are already on Facebook right now, so you can follow along if you want to, that was a joke, by the way, never mind, okay, here we go, so uh, my computer's a little slow, so we're going to get there, some of you are like, Buchanan, you could have planned ahead for this, like, I didn't know I'm going to do this exactly, so we'll, we'll just take it, okay, Temple Baptist Church, oh, look, there we are, we're live, y'all know we're live, okay, and you're like, yeah, because I'm watching it, Buchanan, here we go, all right, so I'm going to get here on the, on the live videos over here so that y'all can participate, Facebook family, in our little uh, activity we're going to do right quick right here. So let me make sure I can pull this up. 
And you know, have you ever noticed when you're trying to, in a hurry to get your computer to come up and do the things that really go slow? Did you ever notice that? Yeah, me too. All right, here we go. So I'm going to give that a little bit of time. We'll get up here right quick. Uh, um, so hopefully this will come up pretty quick uh, here. Come on, baby. Sorry. Come on, computer. <laughs> that was a little weird, huh? Okay. Just so you know, we, we don't always have these things planned out. You know, it's not, not a big production here at Temple Baptist Fairview. It's, uh, here we go. Come on, come on. All right, live, 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 live. Okay, hopefully I won't jack everything up to where live messes up because I'm not watching it. Hey, we got 19 people viewing, okay? Hello, 19 people. All right, here we go. All right, I see it right there. I see it right there. Thank you, Mark, for telling me to hurry up. I appreciate that. That was really nice of you. I love how some people are now joining because of that, so you're great. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, there I am. Well, that's really weird. Okay, so uh, here's what we're going to do, and, 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 and people on Facebook, I want you to follow along and play along too, and so we'll do that. Thank you, Roger, for watching as well. Here we go. This is fun. I don't, this is why I can't do this at the same time. I wouldn't talk at the same time. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to make a list, okay? We're going to make a list, so we're going to call it the list. All right, let me, let, me, let me put this in green. No, let's put it in red. Let's put it, okay, we're going to make the list, the list, all right? And now, I have horrible handwriting, so please, wow, that is terrible. That is really terrible. Okay, here's what we're going to do. All right, Facebook people, you can, you can follow along as well. So tell me what you're supposed to do as a Christian. Like, just yell it out. What you're supposed to do as a Christian. Okay, okay, here we go. What? Read your Bible, okay? So we'll, we'll say read the Bible, okay? So read Bible. Never could be a teacher, by the way. All right, what, what was another thing? Love people, okay? All right. Love people. Okay, worship. All right. What else? Attend church, okay? So go to church. Okay, go to church. Make disciples, okay? Make disciples. Serve others. Okay, I'm totally going to jack that up, okay? Uh, Serve, okay? All right. Pray, we need to pray, right? Okay, pray. All right, what else? Trust the Lord, okay? We need to trust. Whoop. Trust God. Okay, tell others about Christ, so share the gospel. Share the gospel. Be different. Be different. Tithe, okay, let me. Man, we're getting a good list here going, all right. So tithe, all right, what else do we, are we supposed to do as a Christian? Anything else? Let me see my Facebook people. Facebook people, you're going to tell me something? We need to pray, okay, I got that, okay, let me see here, that's all I got, pray, okay, anybody else on Facebook? Facebook, help me out, come on, come on, all right, anybody else on anything we're supposed to do? Tell our story, okay, so, all right, so story, anything else? Love Jesus, okay, all right, that's a good one, love Jesus, all right, come on, y'all can do better than this, come on, what are we supposed to do as a Christian? Volunteer, volunteer just volunteer in general, okay, so volunteer, obey, huh, what, forgive, okay, all right, I mean, y'all are doing good now, I got y'all going, here we go, all right, what else, anything else we're supposed to do as a Christian, we're supposed to do as a Christian, anything else? You want to add anything else? Go on once. Huh? What? Believe, okay. Believe. All right. 
Anything else we're supposed to do as a Christian? Live according to his word, okay? Got worship, got praise the Lord. Okay, so we're going to say worship, we'll say praise. We'll make sure the Facebook people know I'm listening, okay? All right. What was the one you said over there? Love is Christ, loved us, praise the Lord, pray. All right, anybody else? We got one more spot. Come on, let's fill it up. What do you want to do? What are we supposed to do as a Christian? Follow his will, okay? Okay, so follow his will. Some of you are like, what are you doing, Buchanan? You're about to find out. Here we go. Follow his will. Okay, so what we're supposed to do as a Christian, we're supposed to do, so according to your list, this is what y'all said, okay? We're supposed to read the Bible, love people, worship, go to church, make disciples, serve, pray, trust God, serve the gospel, share the gospel, excuse me, be different, tithe, share our story, love Jesus, volunteer, obey, forgive, believe, pray, follow his will. Does this look like a pretty long list? Say yes. Looks like a really long list. An extremely long list because here's what happens. Here's what happens. I'm going to go ahead and, and close this down now because that's kind of weird, okay? I'm looking at myself. All right, so here's what happens. We are all about the list. Give me the list. Give me the list. Like, tell me, give me the list so I can do the list. Because here's what happens. What we do is, is in our society is we, we, we center everything down to a list of rules. Right? Okay? Yeah, here, what do I need to do? Give me step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. Give me the list of rules. And so what happens is we, we have this list, we have these rules, and so what happens in our Christian life, it's all about a list. It's all about rules. It's all about, hey, you got to do this, 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 all the way down, right? We got to do all these things. And it's all about following the rules. Now, I don't know about you, but in some ways, because we make it all about the rules, I think that's one reason why it turns people off from Christianity. Because what happens is, is that it's all about the rules because, hey, I don't, either I don't want to follow the rules and or I, don't, I can't follow the rules and I definitely don't want somebody else to tell me what to do. Great example. I invited somebody to church several years ago. And I said, hey, I'd love for you to come to our church. And they said, I'm not going to come to your church. And I said, why? I said, you're a Baptist church. I said, what's the big deal about that? He said, because I like to drink. And I said, okay. I said, so, so you like to drink, so you're not going to go to Baptist church. And so what it was is, like, in some way, shape, or form, it's the reason why I go to a Baptist church is because I don't drink. Or the reason why I don't come to a Baptist church is because I do drink. What happened, it became all about what church we go to is based on a what? Starts with an R, a what? Rule. And, and my thing is, the reason why I'm a part of a Baptist church has nothing to do from the standpoint whether I can drink or not. But what, what people's mentality is, is that a Baptist church, if you go to a Baptist church, that means you can't drink. If you go to a different church, that means you can. Because it's all about the what? Rules. It's all about the rules. Here's the title of the message if you're taking notes. What's your motivation? What's your motivation? Because here's where I've been in my Christian life. If I'm being completely honest, so many times in my Christian life, uh, my motivation was this. I do it because I'm supposed to do it. I do it because I'm supposed to do it. That's what a good Christian does, and so that's why I'm going to do it, because I'm supposed to do it. Now, I'm a, am I the only one who's ever 
fell into that trap of doing something just because you're supposed to do it? Can I get a hand raise? Anybody? Anybody? Okay. I was hoping I wasn't alone. Okay. Because really you can think about any relationship we have in our life, right? Not just our relationship with Jesus, but, well, you know what? This is how I need to treat my wife because that's what a good husband's supposed to do. Or that's how I'm going to treat my kids because that's what a good father is supposed to do. Or I'm going to go to work and I'm going to work like this because that's what a good worker is supposed to do. Now, here's, the, here, here's, here's, your, here's your first point. Here's your first point. Responses to a supposed-to-do motivation. Responses to a supposed-to-do motivation. How, what is our response when the only motivation that we have is that that's what we're supposed to do? That's what we're supposed to do. A, if you're taking notes, we force it. We force it. I'm supposed to do this, so I'm going to force myself to do this. Use an example of your list. I'm going to force myself to read the Bible. I'm going to force myself to love people. I'm going to force myself to worship. I'm going to force myself to, to hoot and holler and all kind of stuff because that's what Buchanan told me to do, right? So I'm going to force myself to do it. I don't feel like worshiping today, but I'm going to do it because I'm going to force it. I'm going to force myself to go to church. I'm going to force myself to make disciples. I'm going to force myself to serve, pray, trust God, share the gospel. This is a big one right here. Is the only reason why we ever share the gospel is because we feel forced to do it? Be different. I'm forced to tithe. I'm forced to tell my story. I'm forced to, 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 I'm forcing to love Jesus, to volunteer, to obey, forgive, believe, pray, and follow his will. I'm going to force myself to do it. But here's what happens. And you see the little dot, dot, dot. You see the little dot, dot, dot. Okay? We force it, which leads to frustration. Can I get an amen? It leads to frustration. Because every time I force myself to do something, I get mad in the process. I hate to use this example because I'm really not going as much as I should, but like, like have you ever tried to, to force yourself to go on a diet <laughs> or force yourself to go to the gym? And if the only motivation is that you're forcing yourself, guess what? You get really what? Starts with an F. Frustrated. <laughs> because you know what? I don't know. I don't want to. I, I don't, I, I'm forcing myself to do it. But the only thing I get mad and mad and mad because we do go on a diet. We go to the gym expecting we're to lose 20 pounds in a week. And when we don't, we're what? Frustrated. So I'm supposed to do it. So by golly, I'm going to force myself to do it. But forcing it leads to frustration. Since that doesn't work, of forcing it, B, if you're taking notes, here's what we do. We start to fake it. We start to fake it, right? What we do is we, is we, is we, 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 we put on this mask and we start to say, like, hey, I'm going to fake it. I'm not really reading my Bible, but I'm not telling anybody that. I, 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 I love people that I like. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm going to worship, but, but, I, but, I, but I don't feel like worshiping today, so I'll just raise my hand and I'll just sing because I just want people to think that I'm worshiping God. I'm going to go to church because I've got to keep up the appearance that I'm a good Christian, right? So I've got, got to make sure I get my, my, my one to two weeks out of the month in there so that I look like, you know what, I'm a Christian. You know, I, I'm making disciples, whatever about that. Serve, okay? I'll serve, but let me do the least amount that I have to do in the church so that I can still kind of get credit for serving. Pray, here's what we'll do. We'll tell people we're going to pray for them, and then we what? We don't, okay, because we got to fake it. Because and, and here's what we do. Like somebody says, oh, I'm sick, I'll pray for you. We want to sound real spiritual, but in reality, we're not going to pray. 
You know, we're, 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 we, we fake that we're trusting God. We fake that we're sharing the gospel because we tell people, you know, I'm just going to live it in front of them. You know, I'll be different. We fake that, right? We fake that. We're, 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 here's go about the tithing. We're, we're, we won't tithe, but yet we'll complain about how the finances done at the church. Because we want to, if I'm show, if I'm interested in the finances, that must mean I'm going to look like I'm giving, right? Okay? Fake my story, fake loving Jesus, fake volunteering, fake obeying. Like, guess what? We can talk a lot about obeying and not really obey, right? Okay? Fake like we're forgiving. Man, I've forgiven that person, but yet every time you see him, you avoid them. <laughs> and every time you see him, you walk away or you turn your eyes or whatever that. Did you really forgive him? No, I've forgiven him, I promise you. No, you're faking it. You're putting the smile on, right? You're faking believing, faking praise, faking following his will. Because guess what? Let's be honest. We're good fakers in this world right now, aren't we? Guess what? You see somebody, hey, how are you? Man, I've been wanting to see you for a while. I've been thinking about you this week. Do you know I've been thinking about you this week? I sure have, whatever. And they walk over and say, I hate that person. I hate that person. I hope I never see that person again. Oh, I didn't see you're still there. I want to. Oh, that's great and wonderful. We fake it, right? We fake it. We put it on. Now, y'all can say what you want to, but you put it on, right? And, and, and so, because I'm supposed to do that because I'm a Christian. And so, because I'm a Christian, I'm just going to fake it. But guess what, fit, 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 guess what faking leads to? It leads to fatigue. Because guess what? Faking it all the time is exhausting. It's exhausting. You know why? Because you're trying to be something you're not all the time. This whole thing, fake it till you make it, guess what? You're never going to make it. <laughs> the whole fake it till you make it thing, it doesn't work because you never make it, all right? You're going to keep faking and keep faking, and you're going to get more tired and more tired and more tired. I'm telling you, I'm just being completely honest. I'm, 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 and this is me for some reason, whatever. I, I, I deal with acceptance issues, and I've tried my best to do everything I can to please everybody else. And so I've done, I'm like, I'm like I got to be this for this person, that for that person, and this for that person, that for that person. And guess what happens? I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted because I'm trying to be something I'm not. I'm trying to, to force something and to, and, to, and to fake something when in reality, like, I just want to be me, but guess what? That, that nobody will accept me, so I have to be somebody else. And I'm not saying that y'all do that. I'm just saying that's what, a, that's what goes through my mind. And so we fake. So we're, so, no, so we're forcing, now we're faking, and here's what happens. Here's what happens. See, if you're taking notes, then eventually we just forget. We just forget it. Because you know what? I tried the whole force thing. That didn't work. I tried the whole fake thing. That sure didn't work. So guess what? I'm just done. I'm done. Just forget it. All this list over here, you know what? If I never look at the list, I can just easily forget it. You know what? I, tr- I tried to read my Bible. I forced myself to do it. didn't work. I tried to fake everybody like I was reading my Bible. And now you guess what? I'm just going to forget it. Who cares about the whole Bible reading stuff? Who cares about the whole loving people? Who cares about the whole worship? Who cares about the whole going to church, making disciples, serving, praying, all that kind of stuff? Who cares about that kind of stuff? We just forget about it because, hey, if I just forget about it, then that means it's not there, and that means I don't have to deal with it. That means I don't have any responsibility. And so here we go. We just fake it. Or excuse me, we just forget it. And then what's bad about forgetting is that that's actually what, which leads to failure because if we forget it, then we don't do it at all. And here's what happens. The Christian life becomes like a miserable, dead-end job that you never get to clock out from. Until you do. Right? 
Like until you either like I'm done with all, all this all this religion stuff, all these rules, I'm done. Or we say, well, I guess I just have to endure it till the end. And then when I get to heaven, maybe I can stop trying to do all these things. We believe. We believe we cannot do anything to earn salvation. I hope we believe that. Do you all agree? We can't do anything to earn salvation. It's by grace and grace alone. But we act, we act like we have to do everything to keep it. We believe we don't have to do anything to get salvation, but we act. I didn't say believe. I didn't say think. I said act. We act like we have to do everything to keep it. So it's all about, I got to do this, and I got to do that, and I got to do this, and I got to do that. And maybe I'm the only one in the room who's ever been guilty of this. But I'm telling you, I found myself so many times in my Christian life where when I look at it and go, the only motivation I have to do this is because that's what I'm supposed to do. Let me ask this question. Is this the Christian life that God desired for us to experience? I'm asking you. Is this the Christian life that God desired for us to experience? Everybody answer with me. One, two, three. No. No, not at all. Then why do all of these examples describe us now more than ever? Maybe I'm the only one. But if you're being honest... If you're being honest, there have been times in your Christian life where you've tried to force it. There have been times in your Christian life where you tried to fake it. And there have been times in your Christian life where, you know what, Buchanan, if I'm being completely honest, I was just ready to forget it. God does not have that desire for our life. He does not have that desire for our life. His his desire is not for our, our only motivation to be because I'm supposed to do it. Because I'm supposed to do it. Now, here's what's really interesting. I'm going to preach one verse today. One verse. Next week I'll preach a little bit more. But I'm going to preach one verse today. We'll look at the other verses next week. One verse. John 14. John 14. John 14. Here we go. John 14, 15. John 14, 15. If you're at John 14, 15, if you're there, say, I'm there. Okay? Really short verse. Let's read it. If you love me, keep my commandments. Let's all read it together. Ready? If you love me, keep my commandments. Let's read it one more time. If you love me, keep my commandments. Now, here's the preaching. Here's the preaching. Okay? Because I know this verse. I know this verse very well. But I also know in what way I've preached this verse in the past. Because it says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Here's how, here's, let me say this. I've, I've preached it one way. I've also, from the standpoint of thought in this way, I've also, from the standpoint of acted this way, that that does not say, if you love me, keep my commandments. The way I, in my mind, and in my heart, and what even I've preached before, I have preached this verse like it says this, keep my commandments if you love me. Keep my commandments if you love me. Like I, I, want, I, I made it all about the commandments, that, that, uh, that I keep the commandments so that I can show my love to Jesus. Also, I've done this before, is that if you love me, you 
should keep my commandments. You ought to keep my commandments. You're supposed to keep my commandments. That's not what it says either. Okay? It says, if you love me, keep my commandments. It's love, then commandments. Not commandments, then love. It's love and commandments, not love, should, ought, shall. It's, if you love me, keep my commandments. Now, here's what's interesting about this. Because our natural tendency is give me the list. Right? So here, now let's challenge this a little bit. Let's challenge this a little bit, our thought process. Okay? Well, Buchanan, you're just taking one verse. So if, if we're looking at this verse and saying, Buchanan, I understand what you're saying, but it's about the commandments. It's not about love. It's about the commandments, Buchanan. So if that was the case, what we would do is if we continue to read, which we are in just a minute, okay? If you love me, keep my commandments. If it was all about the commandments, what do you think the rest of the verses would focus on? Commandments. It would then give you the list. It would then give you the rules, right? All right? So let's see. Let's see for ourselves. Let's see for ourselves if that's what happens. Let's look at verse 16. We're just going to read through the rest of John 14, and we'll start in verse 16. It says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, and ye shall live also. I still have yet to see a commandment yet. At that day, ye shall know that I am am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. That will be really good next week, by the way. He that hath my commandments, so he he references the commandments, okay, he that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he is that loveth me, and that loveth me shall be loved to my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Verse 22, Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, okay, a different Judas, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? And Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father which sent me. These things I have spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, shall teach you all things, teach you commandments, but it doesn't say the commandments, shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Yet let not your heart be troubled, neither neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard now, I have said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye loved me, you would rejoice, because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. Let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. Now, let's just ask this question, because we'll look at this a little bit more. But there, there, there is, in the first verse we looked at, let's put, go back and put up, put up um, uh, 14, 15. Again, if you love me, keep my commandments. 
Now, if I was, if I was taking, if I was, if I was making a list, and if I was trying to kind of look and see, okay, where where does it talk about this, and where does it talk about that? Okay, the only time it ever says commandments is one time in that section of scripture. Now, if you want to say, well, he'll teach you all things, okay, we can say that that's talking about the commandments as well. So maybe twice. But then there was that other word. What's the other word that's in this verse? Starts with an L. Love. Now, between the word commandments or a reference to commandments versus the word love, which one out? Love. By far. There was more reference to the word love than there was commandments. So from the standpoint of of when we look at this and go, well, it's all about the commandments, Buchanan. If it's all about the commandments, why did Jesus not talk about the commandments? But yet, he talked a lot about what? Love. Now, we're going to talk about this a little bit more next week, okay? But let me give you another illustration to think about, okay? Um, If you're married in here and you're happy about it, say, woohoo. Okay, good, all right. If you're not happy about it, talk to me afterwards. All right, here we go. <laughs> all right. Now, how, now let, let, let's think about this. How did you feel about your spouse when you first met them? How do you feel about your spouse? Like, my, my wife and I, this next month, will be celebrating 20 years of marriage. 20 years of marriage. And I think about, I think about when I first met Katie Jackson, and it was a good day. <laughs> it was a really good day. And, and when I first met her, and we, we, we started talking, and, 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 and then we was like, okay, we're talking for a little while, so maybe we can start dating. By the way, where we were working, the only rule is you couldn't date <laughs> fellow co-workers. Oh, well, okay. We started dating, and then, and then like 13 months later, we're married. Like from when we met to when we got married, 13 months. And I, and I, think, about, I, I think about how much I, I would do anything to show my love to her. I would do anything. Like I, I just, it, it didn't matter to me. Like, hey, you want you want to go you want to go you want to go to to eat? Let's go eat. You 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 want that thing? I'll buy that thing. Like, and I was like 19 years old or 18 years old at the time when I met her. I was like, uh, like, I, I want to buy that for you, but can we buy this instead? <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I didn't have as much money in my pocket. All right, but I would do anything to show my love. But let's talk about marriage in general. What happens over time? Okay, so you meet someone. Then you get engaged, then you get married, then there's a honeymoon, and things are great. Then one year turns to five years, and then kids come along, right? And now you're rushing from here to there. The kids grow up and move out, and now what has to happen? You have to rekindle. You have to rekindle a fire that when you first met was a roaring blaze. Can I get an amen? Okay. Nobody had to tell me, like, how, like, do you love Katie? Yes. Do you show Katie your love? Absolutely, I do. Okay? But yet as time goes on, as time goes on, things start to kind of fizzle out. And then you're in the place of trying to rekindle something, something that's maybe just a little flicker and all that kind of stuff, and you're trying to rekindle it so you can get it back to where it used to be. Now, what was, what, was, what was the motivation for you when you first met your spouse? starts with an L. Love. Love was the motivation, right? That was the motivation. Love was the motivation. But what's the motivation now? Is the motivation now guilt? Like I feel guilty because if I don't do these things, then all that kind of stuff? Or is it about obligation? Or even from the standpoint, I don't think this is a bad word, but is it just about commitment? 
Like I told her I'd marry her, so I'm going to marry her and, and stay married to her because that's what I'm, what's, what's, what's that phrase? That's what I'm supposed to do. I, I, I thought about this. This was kind of an aha moment. And, so, and, and I'm telling you, I'm just messing it up for all you men in here because when it was an aha moment for me, I was like, oh, man. How many of y'all, uh, can I get an oh me from the men? When I say these three words, honey, do, list. Can I get an oh me? Oh me. Ooh. The honey do list. I despise the honey do list. And honey, if you're watching, you know I despise the honey do list. She will be here second service. And I will say this to her when I'm in here. I despise the honey do list. Because I look at it, here's the thing, I look at it as a list to be done. I look at it as rules to follow. Men, this is where my aha moment was. So I do the list with gritted teeth. <laughs> I do the list. And every time there's a little bit of a, like, a, like I, I, have you ever done this? Have you ever hung something on the wall with your spouse? Maybe, maybe this doesn't happen in your house, okay? You hung something on the wall. Honey, will you hang that for me? Fine, okay? So we hang it. But it's just not right. <laughs> So I've done the little tappy-tap on the nail or tappy-tappy up and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, is it straight? Is it straight? I can't see you're in the way. Is it straight? Nobody's ever done this, right? Okay? Is it straight? Like, get a level, right? But no, is it straight, honey? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. You hold it. I'll come back here and I'll look at it. Okay, is it straight? I don't know. And then it's, it's, it's crooked and now forever I'm like, I hate the fact we hung that picture up. Because <laughs> I had to stick an honey-do list. Now, here's the thing about the honey-do list, Okay? Uh, men, we look at the list, we look about getting it done because we don't want to do the list. And then your wife's like, you don't get it. Has your, anybody else been done? Like your wife ever said, you don't get it? Okay, I'm about to say, thank you, Jackson, for the only honest one, okay? You just don't get it. I'm like, what do you mean? I did the list. But it mattered the fact of your attitude towards the list. It mattered your motivation of why you did the list because the fact of how you, this is what messes up, guys. I'm just telling you, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You thought, hey, in order to make my wife happy, I just got to get the list done. Now, I may have an attitude about it and be mad about it, but I'm going to get my list done. When in reality, the fact of how, the motivation you had to get the list done was an expression of your what? That got me. That got me. Because here's what my wife wants, to do, wants me to do. She wants me to do the list not because she wants to get a bunch of stuff done at home. She wants me to do the list because she wants to know what? That I what? Love her. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and when I saw it, I was like, no, please, no. I have to have a good attitude <laughs> every time I do the list from here on out. And my wife is probably listening right now going, oh, I got me a good list going now. <laughs> All right? It wasn't about the list. It wasn't about the list. It was about the what? Love. It was about the love. Like, I, and here, I, I can't tell you how many, how many conversations I've had with my wife, and she's like, look, I just want you to want to do it because I'm the one who wants you to do it. Not because of what needs to get done, because I'm the one asking. Because if I wanted you to do it, I want you to say, like, I want to do that, not because you want to get a list done, but because you love me, Buchanan. And I'm like, I do love you. Quit it. 
That doesn't make it better either, okay? <laughs> By the way. <laughs> so, I, I mean, just, it was one of those things I'm like, now let's think about this. Let's think about our salvation. When we first got saved, no one had to force us to complete the list. You ever notice that? When you got saved? Like, I, I, here's what's really interesting about this. When I got saved, you know what I had a desire to do? Read the Bible. You know, when I got saved, I had a desire to love people. Man, when I got saved, I wanted to worship. Like, give me some Christian CDs. Tell me when the choir practice is. I'm ready to worship. Nobody had to force me to go to church. Nobody. When I got saved, I, 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 here's when I, when I got saved. I want to be at church on Sunday, church on Wednesday. If there was a Bible study on Friday, I was there. Nobody had to force me to make disciples. Nobody had to force me to serve. I wanted to serve. I was excited to serve. Man, I was, I was, I was praying. Some of it was I was praying like, God, don't let me mess this up, okay? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling. Nobody had to force me to trust God or share the gospel. Here's what's really interesting about this. I've had people so many times that say, I, I use an example. Like, let's talk about your friend at work. Like, the fact that he, he got saved, went somewhere, and like went back to the office and then shared the gospel with somebody else, he didn't force himself to do that. It just came out. It was just natural because God had done something for him. And by golly, I want to go tell somebody else about what God did for me. Come on, right? You don't have to force me to be different. I was different, right? Hello, okay? Nobody had to force me to tithe or to tell my story or to love Jesus or to volunteer, obey, forgive, believe, praise, follow his will. Nobody had to force me to do that. Because, because, because here's the deal, I just loved Jesus. I wanted to do it. Well, let me help you with this. Over time, me, you, all of us lost that zeal, and it slowly drifted toward the same reasons as a dying marriage. I started to do things in my Christian life out of guilt. I started to do things in my Christian life out of shame. I started doing things in my Christian life out of obligation. And just out of commitment, because by golly, I'm a Christian, so I guess I should do this. But yet, the only motivation, there was, when, I, when I first got saved, there was zero guilt, zero shame, zero obligation, zero supposed to, zero commitment from the standpoint of just being committed. None of that came through my mind. None of it came through my mind when I first got saved. I just loved Jesus. I just loved Jesus. Here's what the psalmist said in Psalm 51, 12. It says, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Let me ask this question. How much joy are you finding right now in your Christian life? How much joy are you finding right now in your Christian life? If there's no joy... Okay, if there's no joy, that's not a Jesus problem, okay? All right? So here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Okay, and when I say, and then you're like, well, now i got to do something, Buchanan. It's okay, all right? Don't freak out, all right? I'm not now going to give you a list. Like, okay, here's what we're going to do, guys. The list. Do it. No, I'm not going to say that, okay? I'm not going to say do the list, guys. Here's what we're going to do this week. Here's what I'm asking you to do this week. If you really, because let me be honest with you, okay, so we're all good on this. If, if, if you have had a tendency to look at your Christian life like it's a list to be done, if you felt that way, can I get an amen? 
If you felt that way, even if you're not feeling that way right now, if you've ever felt that way, or if you've, or you, or you know what, begin honestly, I kind of I drift into it and I kind of drift out. I kind of drift into it and then I drift out. If this in any way, shape, or form is a problem for you, here's what I want you to do. This week, I want you to check your motives. Anything you do this week, I want you to check your motives. I want you to step back for whatever you're doing this week, anytime you're doing it, and I want you to step back and say, okay, why am I doing what I'm doing right now? Check your motives. Like literally, just, just take a moment, okay? I, I'm about to do this, I'm about to do that. Or from the standpoint of maybe when you like do something, you're like, oh, I should have done that. Step back. What was my motivation for what I just did in that? So check your motives this week. Here's another thing we need to do this week. We need to memorize the verse, John 14, 15. I don't like to memorize things. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. Memorize that verse this week. Memorize that verse this week, okay? And this is important, I promise you. Memorize that verse this week, okay? Because here's the reason why you want to memorize that verse. Every time you go to do something, guess what's going to come to your mind? Am I doing this because it's a commandment, or am I doing this because of love? Okay? Next thing we're going to do this week, again, all these things, these are not anything you have to, none of this stuff is anything you have to do. Technically right here, I'm about to get you on the first one. It's okay, all right? But here's what I want you to do. Every day, every day I want you to read from John 14, 16, or 1415, all the way down to verse 28. So that's what? 13 verses? 13 verses. I want you to read 13 verses every day this week, and all I want you to do is just make some observations. You don't have to write them down. It'd be cool if you did, okay? But just make some observations. I want you to read it and just, what is this, what is, what is this section of Scripture saying? And then the next day I want you to do the same. What is this section of Scripture saying? What is this section of Scripture saying? Just make some observations. Just read it and make some observations, okay? Is that too much for y'all this week? Are y'all okay? All right? Well, I think we can do this, all right? So everything we're going to do this week, we're going to check our motivations, all right? We're going to memorize John 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. And then we're going to read from John 15, or 14, 15, all the way down to verse 28 and just make some observations. Next week, next week, okay? I know it's a holiday weekend, okay? I get it, all right? If you're out of town, I get it. If you're just saying it's a holiday weekend, I'm taking off church, don't do that, <laughs> okay? <laughs> don't do that, okay? Be back next week, okay? Let me help you with this. Like, we, we, if, if, it was, if it was, hey, it's a holiday weekend, I don't go to church, what we would do is we'd close down every single holiday weekend, <laughs> Okay, we don't close down because it's Sunday, we're going to have church, all right? So if you're out of town, I get it. You're on vacation, I get it. But be here July 5th, all right? I, I, if, if I was a better planner, we would have preached this message in the fall when most of you are here all the time, okay? But if you're not going to be here, if you're not going to be here because of vacation, watch it online. Watch it online because next week we will talk about how to keep love the primary motivation. Next, we're going to talk about how do I keep love the primary motivation. Because here's the deal, guys. I'm going to help you with this. I know love is the primary motivation. I know that. I know it should be. I know it ought to be. I know that. Love is the primary motivation. But for whatever reason, for whatever reason, I, and I'm not saying for whatever reason, I'm going to help you next week. This is the reason, okay? But for whatever reason, I know that, but I don't do that. 
I go out there with a lot more should, ought, supposed to, guilt, and shame than I go out and love. So, are we all, are we all together this week on this stuff we're going to do together? Okay, I'm going to do it with you guys, I'm telling you. I'm going to do it with you, okay? Let's everybody stand. Let's everybody stand.